0: Psalm 30, verse 5, where the Lord is speaking to us from. Uh, It's the B part of that verse, uh, which means the latter part of it, the latter half of it. Um, But Psalm chapter 30, uh, the 30th number of Psalm, the fifth verse reads, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for a lifetime. Here is our emphasis here. Weeping oh, may wow. endure for a night, but joy you, comes you in the morning. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank Anybody thank you ever heard Lord. of that verse before? Wow. Thank you, Lord. Oh. So... Um, Pastor Vic and I, uh, you all already know, it's just as if you're in New Hope, you know, he'd be saying the same thing, but Pastor Vic and I are um, very, very, not just colleagues, but good friends, brothers, as it were. And um, it's almost as though after we've met some years ago, we can complete each other's sentences. Um, we love famous Dave's. <laughs> we love butter pecan ice cream. Yes. But most of all, we love the Lord Amen. and we love God's people. And I would venture to say that pastoring is probably one of the most masochistic um, Vocations, there are not many occupations, vocations, and such would actually choose to stay in a profession, if you will, that doesn't necessarily, in our definition, yield good return. Um, if y'all were in the pastoring field, when you consider the secular jobs you work and such, you'll be like, I need a new job. Mm. Mm. This ain't, you know, I'm not getting what I think I'm putting in, but here's the difference. If I could say this parenthetically, move on. The difference is that what we give as pastors, yields, eternal reward in the spirit realm. We walking around rich Mm, (laughs) when we putting in the time. God's got everything else, but he needs, if you will, a host so that he can show his power, his presence. He can demonstrate what obedience to him looks like through your pastor. May not feel good, Pastor Vic, but you're the host that he's using. And Mo Jesus don't sleep on it now because God is moving through the man of God that he's placed here. Uh, that's not the sermon, though. I told you, all I got to really, you know, the hardest thing for me today is going to be to go on and preach this message and get out the way. I just have to be honest with you. It is so I can't I'm not kidding you. All. It's so good to see you. Amen it is so good to be before you one of the things that pastor and i it seems like this refrain has emerged during our time together and that's this so much has been going on we would talk we would talk and he would tell me about how things are going on his end i would share on, on my end, and we will almost say together, man, so much mm. has been going on, yes. and we'll continue to talk, and he'll listen to me, and not. Sometimes I get into this little venting, ranting, and um, he'll say, so much has been going on, and likewise, and when he's done with his part, I'll be like, wow, man, you know, so much yes. has been going. On The Lord wants to speak to us from this text today under this theme for those who usually take notes. That is in the morning. In the morning. This three letter statement the Lord wants us to unpack from this text today. And that is in the morning. Webster has a few definitions for the word morning. Morning is dawn. That's a definition. It is also the time from sunrise to noon. Webster defines morning also as the time from midnight to noon. But here's a definition that works with our theme today as the Lord is speaking. And that is in defining mourning, a period of first development. In other words, beginning. Mourning represents a period of first development or beginning. Mourning you all, listen to this, was interwoven into the uh, manifestation of time during the creation of the universe to demarcate the beginning of a new day or cycle. Let me just refresh your memory and read verses one to five in Genesis chapter one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, And darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was moving over the surface of the water. Then God said, let there be light. Apparently light wasn't already there. And there was light. He goes on to say, uh, verse four, God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. Verse five, God called the light day Mm -hmm. and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning. One day in the universe. When God created it in his omniscient sovereignty, he interwoven in nature as it were, night and day. If you notice verse five said there was evening and there was morning one day. In other words, Evening in creation always preceded morning. I'm going somewhere with this. Uh, He didn't say this is rather morning than evening, the first day, but evening and morning was the first day. I really could finish preaching this right now and just tell you that you may be going through evening right now, but in the morning. All right. So let me bring it back in a little bit. All right, hit so let me slow down. That's for y'all who's going to fall asleep. That's the sermon. Uh so when we consider this text DJ, um the, the immediate context of Psalm 30, especially with verse 5, uh is with reference to the momentary chastening of God upon his children, the pastor said that his anger, uh, y- you know, is is pronounced, as it were. It, it, but it's only but for a moment. But his favor is for a lifetime. And then, of course, our peace here, weeping man do for a night and such joy comes in the morning. Uh, but what we see here is that God actually is sovereign over it all your your nighttime, as it were, which represents or is metaphoric a uh, uh, metaphor figurative uh for uh your, your the hard times and I remember my dad used to always say, we were growing up and I got kind of you know out there wanting to kind of hang out and uh come in late. My dad used to say this all the time, Old folks used to repeat this over and over and over, <laughs> ain't nothing good mm. out there at night. Ain't nothing good that, come on y'all. Y'all flow with me here. I I, I ain't past the baker right now. We, anybody grew up in the hood, no. Ain't nothing good. Much happening good at nighttime. So what we see though in the context of this particular passage is that ultimately God even uses our figurative evenings. Our, night times, uh, if you will, Uh, in a way, as Romans 8, 28 says, works for good. For those of us who love him and are the call according to his purpose. Ultimately, this verse implies the sovereignty of God. So when we consider morning what god wants us to know today that you may be experiencing some stuff going through some things Uh, as pastor vic and i have been saying so much may have been going on in your life morning is coming it is that proverbial time of new beginning which means there is an end to your evening and again, God designed the universe yes. for nighttime, not to last always. Amen. <laughs> well, even scripturally, we see some examples of some uh, morning experiences. For example, in the morning, Noah and his family endured the flood that consumed the rest of humanity in the morning. Moses and the children of Israel observed the deceased Egyptian army, who previously was in pursuit of them, drowned in the Red Sea. In the morning, the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, served, uh, survived being thrown into a fiery furnace, emerging as if uh, they were not even in it. In the morning, Stephen, the first. Christian martyr withstood a stoning unto death while experiencing a visual of the Lord standing at the right hand of the father. In the morning, you all, Peter, when arrested and imprisoned by King Herod, was delivered by an angel of the Lord in the morning. Paul and Silas, after being incarcerated in a Philippian jail, was miraculously set free by an earthquake and their assigned God got saved, y'all. In the morning, I love the Hebrew writer who gave us all of these names, successful names of those heroes of faith, the abrahams and the davids and the samsons and this whole list but there was a list of those that didn't have names in the 11th chapter of the book of hebrews between verses 36 and 38 who were thrown to the lions sawn asunder who walked around in the wilderness homeless and the scripture said i love this i get chills when i think about it men of whom the world was not even worthy. In the morning, they had a chance to see it. But I'm here to tell you again, closing one more time, when I think about the greatest mourning experience, Sister yes. yes, Roz, a man named Jesus yes. who came here, yes. walked 33 years in this world, yes. was bounced around from court to court, went down toward the cross, yes got a little help from a brother, got to the cross. They nailed him in his hands, nailed him in his feet. Y'all. y'all know this. They put a crown of thorns on his head, pierced him in his side, mocked him. He bled and died on that cross. Was buried, but how many of you know on the third day in the morning Jesus rose again? I'm telling you, there's some good stuff that's happening in the morning. Your morning is coming, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's too too soon to quit. I need to let me let me let me give you a little more of this because let's be real, there's some nighttime. There's some nighttime there. There's the weeping endures for a night. We experience all of these types of challenges in the night, in the nighttime with regard to our experiences in this life. We experience death and the dying of loved ones. At nighttime, we experience emotional trauma. In your night, you may be experiencing marital challenges and children issues At nighttime, there's family drama and uh, discouragements and depressions. At nighttime, we see and experience societal hardships and failing health. At night, y'all, we experience disputes and contentments and bereavement. At nighttime, some of us are experiencing spiritual struggles and mental struggles at night. We are having these experiences of financial struggles and sexuality challenges. At nighttime, folk are dealing with addictions such as alcoholism, drug addictions, sex addictions, gambling addictions, social media issues. Nighttime is for real. But this verse is telling us that in the morning. Yes. <laughs> You, Morning must come. Yes, yeah. Nighttime has to end. Mm-hmm. God knew mm-hmm. that there was going to have to be a time frame for our nighttimes mm-hmm. and in our lives. All I'm trying to say, y'all been hollering and all out of breath. All I'm trying to say mm-hmm. is that if you just endure, yes, yes. go on and weep for the night. Anticipate. Your mornings. I want to now preach the sermon. I want to give you three words <laughs> to just kind of tuck away. Because this phrase, Brother Lauren, uh, says so much. In the morning, this, this three-word statement is so very rich. Let me give you three words to jot down and then y'all preach this to yourselves later. That's how this works. Um, the words anticipation, participation, and jubilation. Anticipation, participation, and jubilation. Anticipation, participation, and jubilation. Anticipation, participation and jubilation just to make sure we're connecting the dots when you think about all of the nighttime (laughs) my sister that we're experiencing all the negativity all of the challenges in this world our proverbial nighttime where we are doing some weeping i tell you mornings come following those night times and in the morning this statement implies Anticipation, participation, jubilation. How are we doing? We, We all right? Okay. Anticipation, in essence, is the act of looking forward, especially with pleasurable expectation. When we are anticipating something, we're looking forward to something else. I'm going to tell you that the Lord has placed this message on my heart because of how I had to deal with some things personally. I'm just having to share it with you. But Psalm 30 verse five here was often uh, spoken to me by the Holy Spirit to get through tough times. I'm going through some night times even now. But it is the fact that my night is coming to a close yes. in the morning. Yes, yes. What I'm going through now, I won't have to worry about again. Yes, yes, yes. So it is the anti, the strength. I want you all to walk with me here. The strength to be able to get through what you got to get through comes by way of your anticipation for the morning. Yes, yes. pleasurable expectation but not only does this statement in the morning imply anticipation but it implies participation (laughs) Uh, in essence when we define it it's the act of taking part or sharing in something because we know that morning is coming for the believer, we are expected to keep on doing the work of the kingdom. Yes, yes. Yeah. To the, the keep on, it, it's kingdom. Service and ministry, you know, working in the harvest is what Jesus has left us for. Let me say this parenthetically more, Jesus. Let me briefly kind of share with you what's been going on with Pastor Baker pastorally, what God has said with regard to moving new hope forward and such, and what has been happening over the last couple of years, even through COVID. It is evangelism, Mm -hmm. the reaching of souls. Let me show you how this participation piece works here. Going through some challenges that I have had over the last year or so, two years, and probably I think about expanding, uh, expanding uh, even further back. When I think about some issues and challenges and I want you to bring to the forefront of your mind, whatever those things that you've been dealing with in your night times that have caused you a weeping spirit. Uh, I have been really at sometimes and I would do this. Let let me give you an example. There have been times where I've received some uh, things in the mail that uh, uh, may have been financially challenging where I did not know how I was going to pay. it. Mm -hmm. So what I would do, because initially. I began to weep in my spirit. It's a nighttime experience, if you will, when you got something that you have to pay, something you owe, and you don't know how you're going to do it. I, I'm not by myself. I'm not, it must be today. But uh, you don't know how you're going to make it through that. You know, uh, it is this amount, and you only earn this amount. It just does not make sense. And I'm telling you, I personally would take that piece of paper and say, "Well, ain't no sense of me crying about this. Here you go, Father. I would physically lift it up and say, "Here, that's yours. Let me get back to work. Let me get back to participating in what you call me to do. In the morning, morning is coming. Yes Thank you, Lord. And it implies anticipation, participation. And then thirdly and finally, Jubilation. Christians must understand this. That. God does not just want us to make it through. He don't just want us to get through some nighttime stuff. He wants us to do it. With joy. I think about a, a biblical example. Um, he wants us, the scripture tells us to be that we are, not to be, we are more than conquerors. You ever thought about that? How can you be more than a conqueror? What, how, what does that look like? And uh, David comes to mind uh, as he slew Goliath. He already killed the man with one smooth stone. Man fell out. Like he was dead. But David took Goliath's sword mm. and said, it's not just enough for you to not be living anymore. Mm. But I want everybody to see that the God of Israel yeah. is the God. Yeah. And not only is, are you dead, but you have no way mm. of coming back to life. Amen. What God wants us to do is not always be moaning about how hard the nighttime is. He doesn't always want us to be moaning about how we have not been able to achieve some of our ambitions and aspirations. He don't want us to always be moaning about what the doctors have said about and uh, the diagnosis that they have shared with us. He don't want us to be moaning about the fact that we got laid off of the job and got bills to meet and all. He does not want because he wants us to recognize that morning is coming. That's why the songwriter says, don't wait till the battle is over. Shout right now. Let that joy rise up. As a matter of fact, what comes with the territory of the believer are the fruit of the spirit. One of them is joy. You don't want us walking around like my dad used to say, looking like we've been chewing razor blades. (laughs) He wants us to recognize and understand that I'm God. I got this. I got this before the world was created in the universe. I gave evening, if you will nighttime. A deadline. Your night times y'all in all seriousness. Here, don't look at Pastor Baker. Hear the voice of the Lord yes. speaking to you. Your night times have an expiration date. Yes, come on. Amen. They're not going to last always. They come into an end. And I, I know all of, all of us, let me hurry up and close this out. All of us have been through. All of us, perhaps, may be. Going through, I was sharing with pastor that so many of of my pastor friends back in Chicago had to put up, sell the church property because folks hadn't been coming to church and not not only not physically coming, but not giving either. And these buildings, some of which have been there for years, are on the market to be sold. So while more Jesus, you're weeping at night, and, and that's understandable. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you. you don't have some of the issues that so many other ch- congregations Amen. have. Amen. Like New Hope, y'all own y'all. We were able to celebrate. So even when they said you had to be distance, we said, well, we're going to go outside on our property. <laughs> and praise the Lord. Weeping endures for a night. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Evening and morning as a, a time frame. But joy, jubilation comes in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about hmm. this jubilation piece, this experience of joy. Do you know? That there's a day coming. Pastor Victor and I have talked about that. I guess y'all say we all talk so much, yes we do. <laughs> yes, we do. We were talking about this the other day. One of the reasons I would argue the most significant reason for a believer to have joy even while operating in nighttime experiences. Is because of what God has prepared for us in eternity. What has happened is that Satan, the prince of this world, has so manipulated the world systems to the degree at which we've allowed the world to define for us what success is. What meeting aspirations look like and ambitions and such. We have been hoodwinked by Satan by placing these things of the world in a place where God belongs. We are so very materialistic. And I feel you. I feel you. I'm not an SUV person, but have y'all seen that that uh, that Jeep, Lauren, that the big one, the, uh, that Wagoneer. Oh, my God. I am not I've never wanted an SUV. But that Wagoneer <laughs> saw it at the auto show a couple of years ago. I said, "Woo!" I feel you. There's so many appealing and attractive things. I tell New Hope all the time, if the Lord said, Ernest, you have everything you want, anything you want here in this world. One of the things that everybody knows about me is I want a boat. I want a boat. And I, I I'm not talking about a fishing boat. I want a boat where I can invite more Jesus, New Hope, <laughs> and everybody else. I want a boat. Yeah. You know, I ain't an outdoors kind of guy, Lord. I, you know, I don't fish and so stuff. I want to hang out. <laughs> so I get it. There are things that materialistically appeal to us. But how many of you know the Bible says eyes haven't seen, nor have ears heard or have entered into the heart of man what he has prepared, what he has in store for us. There ain't nothing here. That wagon that yacht, that suit, that house, none of it. We can't even begin to compare. Well, I don't want you to take my word for it. It's Revelation. As I close, we'll close out of this text. Revelation chapter uh, 21, verses 1 to 5, and then I'm going to skip down to verses 22 to 27. I want you to get there. I'm reading out the New American Standard Bible. but Whatever verse you have, it's going to read virtually the same, as long as you can read it. That's what's important. Uh, Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 to 5. And then uh, verses 22 to 27. You all got to read. I'll, I'll wait until you get there. Um, I'm not going to um, offend your intelligence by telling you where Revelation is located. I'm just going to tell New Hope telepathically that Revelation is the last book of the Bible. I'm not talking to about Jesus. I know you all know that already. Uh, Revelation chapter 21 verses one to five. We want to skip down the verses 22 to 27 and I'm about done. Here's what it says. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth passed away and there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is among men and uh, he will dwell, look at this, among them and they shall be his people. Look, and God himself will be among them And he that we're talking about God still will wipe away every one of them nighttime tears from their eyes. And there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. The first things have passed away. And. He who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Right. For these words are faithful and true. I love it when God talks like this. In other words, this is a little piece here. Uh, in other words, I said it. Uh, so, you know, you don't even have to you got to pray about it. You ain't got to pay no money for it. I said, These things are faithful. And true verses twenty two to twenty seven. I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God the Almighty and the Lamb are its temple, and the city has no need. Look at this, you all, of the sun or of the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God has illumined it, and its lamp is the land <laughs> uh, the nations will walk by its light and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it in the daytime look in parentheses here for there will be no night there. <laughs> Are y'all following this with me? There ain't gonna be no more nighttime weeping. Ain't gonna be no evening time weeping because the light will always be shining. Verse uh, 26 says, And they will bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it, and nothing unclean, and no one who practices abomination. And lying shall even come into it, but only those, that's us, y'all, whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Well, let me close by saying this. I know we got some nighttime stuff going on. Pastor Vic, there's so much going on. At night, we're experiencing so many heartaches, so many discouragements. So many letdowns, so many things that add stress to our lives, so many disappointments, people stabbing you in the back, people disrespecting you, people not understanding or valuing your worth. All of the types of things that we got going on. We know that because there's an evening and morning cycle in the universe we can anticipate joy coming in the morning we can participate in god's plan right now and we can practice jubilation expressions of joy not only because we know that uh we're going to get out of this situation we're dealing with in the morning not only because Our daily experience mornings are going to come up and they're promised us, but we have a morning that's eternal, a morning where we'll never again have to go through what we're going through now. What the word just told us is that there'll be no more nighttime, that God himself is gonna wipe away the tears that we've shed all of these years as humans have been on this earth. Tears will be done away with, even the causes of tears will be done away with, and the nighttime will be no more. What kind of sun is that? Not an S.U.N. sun, but a S-O-N S.O.N. sun that will shine its light eternally and we will have no more nighttime. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, y'all, comes in the morning. Joy is coming. Joy is coming. Joy is coming in the morning time. I want to encourage you to celebrate God daily as you anticipate what he has in store for you. Because joy is definitely coming. These things are faithful and true. Bless you, Mo Jesus. Love you. Love you. Love you.